Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello, and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and this is a human design episode today. We're going to be talking about human design. Now, we've talked about strategy, we've talked about type, we've talked about authority, and now we're going to get into something that I think, now, different schools, <laughs> different schools of thought on this, but this was something that opened me up tremendously, particularly in the the way of um, giving me permission to step into who I was. I feel like what we're going to be talking about today is sort of that doorway that when you start to walk through it, when you start to embody what we're going to be talking about today, this is the part for me that blew the doors open where my human design understanding it went from an intellectual thing. Um, I was following my strategy and authority, but when I, when I added this, it was like, oh, I get why I've dealt with certain things in my life for so long. I get why things have or haven't worked out. I get why when I made this turn, because I was told that that was the way to do it, instead of listening to my own intuition, why it didn't work out. So I hope that it has the same effect on you. I hope that this opens you up because what we're talking about now, like I said, in previous episodes, you can go back to the other human design episodes that I have done on this show. Um, and we've talked about type. We have talked about human design as a system and what it's about and how you can use it. Um, we've talked about the strategy and authority, which are the foundational elements of human design. If you're not following your strategy and authority, for sure, all the rest of the stuff is really going to, um, it's not going to lead you to ultimate alignment because your foundation is off. So absolutely be following your strategy and authority, understand your type, embody your type, embody those elements, follow that strategy and authority. But now we're going to talk about something else, which is called profiles. Now your profiles. Now, if you run your human design chart, which you can do on my website, now you can go to nicolelano.me forward slash chart. And forward slash is such a difficult word for me to say, forward slash chart. <laughs> um, and you can run your human, an advanced human design chart there. You'll get more details there for free than you will on a lot of the other sites. They'll make you pay for things that we give you for free. So please run your, your chart over there. Plus, if you subscribe to the email list, you will get some free videos and different um, some, some other free information about your type and about your authority and all that fun stuff. So please go and do that if you haven't run your chart already or if you want those extra free goodies from us. But if you run your chart, you're going to see that it tells you your type, which is going to be you're either you're going to be one of five types. You're either going to be a generator, a manifesting generator, a manifester, a projector, or a reflector. You're going to fall into one of those categories. Then it's going to tell you an authority. It's going to tell you if you're a sacral authority, if you are an emotional authority, if you are a splenic authority, ego, uh, G-center, or self-projected, which are the same thing, mental projector. It's going to tell you all of these different things that will be your authority. Now, that's 
what we've covered in previous episodes. Then there's going to be something that says profile. And that is going to look like it's going to have a number and then a forward slash and then another number. And then it'll probably have two names next to it, depending on where you run that. Um, it might have like, I am a five one. So I'm a five one emotional. That is my authority. And I am a manifesting generator. So if I if I were to sum myself up in human design terms, I would say I'm a five one emotional manifesting generator. Now the five one is the profile. The five and the the names that would be next to it on mine are heretic investigator. Lovely sounding words, right? So what is the profile and why does it matter? So strategy and authority, your type and your authority tell you. Your general, how energy works with you. Your type tells you what type of energetic presence you have, how your aura behaves, how you, your energy is put out and experienced by others, what it's like. Um, your strategy tells you how the universe kind of communicates with you. And your authority is your decision making mechanism. That's the part of you that's telling you whether it is a yes for you or a no. It helps you tap into your innate intuition and and deep soul's knowledge. It also brings together your unconscious and your conscious side because there are two sides to your human design chart. There is the design side and there is the personality side. And those two sides get brought together by following your strategy and authority. That's how you know you're accessing all of the potential that is within your design. Okay. Otherwise we start operating as who we think we are. And that's probably what got you to where you are right now. But if you're a seeker like me, or unlike many of the people who are in my world, you probably are both fascinated and by understanding yourself on a deeper level. Um, but it also, if you're a seeker, you probably got the sense that there's something off. Maybe you followed a path that wasn't yours. Or maybe you've done a little of both where you're like, I know I've gotten it right and I've been in alignment before and I know what alignment means and I know what misalignment feels like too. And I know what it's felt like when I've followed somebody else's advice or I've done it somebody else's way. And even though it's worked for them, it hasn't worked for me. So if you've done all of that, like this is, this is how this all plays out. Um, your authority helps to drive you to the decisions that are not just right. They're right for you. They're right for you and your unique design in this moment. Okay. But now your profile adds a whole other level to this. And to me, this is where, so your profile is like the role you play in the world's movie. This is the, this is the flavor that you bring. So we're going to use the movie um, the, the movie analogy throughout this, because it's like, if you were playing a character in a movie, there would be a specific role. And I'm going to talk to you. I'm actually going to give you archetypes for each of the six lines, each of the six numbers that can be, um, that can be, uh, brought together to make a profile. Um, but this is the role you play in the world's movie. And there are like six archetypal uh, figures for each one. That's where the names come from. The heretic investigator. I'm going to give you some better names that sound a little bit more empowering. Um, and that, that I, I think illustrate the point a little bit better. Some of these are very, um, I don't know, old timey words <laughs> that I don't think we use very much. martyr. 
I think of a martyr. I mean, think about what, how we use that word today. I, I would I would hate to associate that with with me um, or with anybody that, that my husband has the has the three in the front. He's a martyr heretic. He's a three five. Um, I hardly think of him as a martyr at all. So we're going to give you some more empowering words to to put with this, so you can understand it a little bit better. Because it certainly brought me back on my heels when I first heard it. I was like, ew, heretic investigator. I don't want to be that. And that's not at all the point. Um, Ra, the the creator of the human design system or the transmitter of it, um, he had a tendency to look at things through kind of a dark sort of lens. And we, we can turn the dial up on that. We can make things a little bit brighter because it's very useful when you do. So what profile knowledge has done for me, it, like I said, it gave me permission to step into who I've always known I was. And profile was something that really turned that up for me. Type and authority absolutely did. Um, understanding that as an emotional authority, I had to wait. And not that I had to, that it was right for me to wait, that it was always right for me to feel like I needed more time. That it wasn't right for me to make split-second decisions because that's not how I do it. And when I've been pressured to do that, it felt wrong. And it wasn't because I'm just not someone, I'm I'm not meant to be spontaneous. That's not how I am. That's not how I was built. Um, so profile really brought in to greater focus what role I am here to play, the character I am in this movie. And for a long time, the character that I felt I was meant to play was very undesirable to some people. I was told specifically not to do things that are very much in alignment with my profile. And you know, what's funny is when I stopped doing the things that felt right to me, my business, I struggled more. I struggled more because I listened to somebody's advice rather than listening to my own intuition. And it wasn't just now it's not just my intuition. It was, no, this is innately who I am because it very much fits my profile. So, um, so profiles, like if you think about it, like if you think about your human design, uh, your human design, you could think about it like a plate and you have, we want a balanced meal. So you've got your type, that's the protein. The authority is like, is like your carbs. And then you have the profiles are like the vegetables. That's like the, the interesting part of, of the meal is like this, this um, intricate vegetable dish. And now, now we have a whole balanced meal instead of it being these little pieces, um, of, of picking on things and maybe missing out on some of the nutrients that we need. You need it all in order to grow, be healthy and get stronger. So, um, the three of these together, you start to bloom. Um, you really come into focus and you give yourself permission to fully, fully be you. Okay. So lines, there are six lines that can make up profiles and there are 12 profile combinations, meaning profiles are made up of two numbers. Every single one of them is two numbers. Um, and there are certain combinations. Not every number can be combined. So there is no one, two profile. There is a one, three profile. Um, there is a, a one, four there, so there's different profiles that can be combined, and then there's numbers that cannot be combined. There are 12 combinations in total. And now we have something called, there's, there's a, a certain makeup of them that also tells you what your destiny is really tied to. So if you have a one, a two, or a three, 
at the beginning of your profile. So your profile starts with a one, a two, or a three. You're a one, three, a two, four, a three, five. Any of those, plus there, there are others, any of those will be what we call a personal destiny, a personal outcome, meaning that your role is a personal role. It's one where your evolution is where your focus is. It's, it's going to be, your evolution is very much tied to you. And then if you have a, um, if you have a, a, a four or five or a six, well, a five or a six for sure. Um, there are, we, we have something called a fixed destiny, which if you have a four, one profile, that is a fixed destiny. Um, if you have a, a four in front, you are still a personal destiny for the most part. And then if you have a five or a six in the front, you are going to be, so a five, one like me or a six, two, you are going to be uh, part of the, what we call a transpersonal destiny, which is meaning that your karma, that your, your evolution is tied to other people. It's tied to other people. So um, while the four is has a lot to do with others, your destiny is still tied to you. It's still tied to yours. So the five and the six, yours is very much going to be your 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 evolution. And for me, this was very cleared a lot of things up for me as well because as a five one, I wondered why I I had this really innate need to share, to tell people things, to help people and why other people really have always gravitated toward me to help them um, for better or for worse. I've always been looked at that way since I was a child. People looked at me like, you have something for me. And that's what that means to have a transpersonal destiny. You, um, you have an effect on people and people have an effect on you. They say that there are no there are no coincidences in the transpersonal destiny. Every person that you encounter has some tie to you, to, to some, some way is leading you to your ultimate destination. So um, that's how these profiles work. So if you have a, a transpersonal or a personal destiny, it is whether you have a more, and I'm going to use the term selfish. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but a lot of people, the conditioning can be that you should be thinking about others when truthfully, your destiny is very much tied to you and your journey. So it isn't selfish if you're a one, three for you to kind of be focused on yourself and for you to be focused on your own evolution. And that will affect others in its own way. It's not going to be necessarily, it doesn't mean that you can't help others. It's just, it's not going to be the same way that strangers are not going to affect you the way that they affect somebody with a five or a six in the front of their profile. Okay. So let's go through the archetypes here of the lines. Now, um, the lines there, like I said, there are six lines and we're going to go through them in order. And we don't have time to go through all of the 12 profile combinations, but what we can do is I can give you some highlights of what each of the lines means, and then you can put them together and see how 
they they combine and how they each so if you you're going to pay attention to the two numbers in your profile as i go through these so if you are a 1 3 when i talk about the 1 and i talk about the 3 you are going to have the 1 is your conscious side that's the side that you probably most identify with and it is your personality it's probably how you see yourself and then the 3 the second number would be the unconscious side the thing that people might see more in you than you see in yourself, or the thing that you might say, I have a relationship to that. I know that it's there, but for some reason I can't access that as often, or I know it's there. Maybe it's a part that you have denied. Maybe it is. So recognize what your relationship is to each of these. Like, How do each of these descriptions hit you? And then how, does, how, how do these two roles play for you, contemplate them a little bit, try to understand them, not in an intellectual way, but just recognizing how they show up in your life and just notice them. Just be aware of the keynotes of how these these elements have shown up in your life. And are you following them? Are you being true to them? Are you? Do you feel like you are in alignment with the descriptions I'm about to give you? Okay. So I'm going to give you some archetypes just because I think that they help to illustrate the the ideas. So line one, line ones, you're in traditional human design, you're called the investigator. In the archetype that that I look at, it's like if you thought about it in the movie, it's like it of a high school <laughs> or of if you think of like Ocean's Eleven, those are all oak. Uh, those are all um, archetypal characters. You know, you have the mastermind, you have the right hand man, you have this, you have all of these different things. Um, and then in high school, if you think about the Breakfast Club or uh, or any of those movies where there's clearly like the archetypal characters that they slotted these people into a sitcom, there's all of these archetypal characters. Um, that's what, uh, that's how we're going to kind of be looking at these archetypes. So the investigator, this is the bookworm. This is the expert. This is the one that kind of knows everything. And if you think about them in, in the terms of a movie, they're the one that like comes into the room with the rest of the group. They, the group can't figure something out. They yell, I'm on it. And then they disappear and they run back to their hole and they go and research and dive in. And they are kind of this encyclopedic resource for everything. They just, they, they love to know things. If you are one, you love to know things. That is what gives you a sense of safety and security. It's what makes you feel powerful is knowledge. Knowledge is power for the one. I have a one in my unconscious side. I absolutely feed that, that need to know things um, without feeling like I can't move forward until I know more. That's the delicate, the fine line between conditioning and living in alignment with the one. You want to healthily give yourself freedom to dive into, because if you're a one, you love to know things. You love to know things, whether the one is in front or the one is in back. You love to know things. You love to read and probably listen to podcasts. Consumption of content probably feels really good to you. And you probably love understanding more. Now, this is something that um, you probably spend a lot of your time on. The shadow side of the one is that you can feel like, I can't move forward on that until I know more. I'm not an expert yet. 
And the truth is, is that you're more of an expert on the things that you know a little bit about than most of humankind. So that's the part where you have to get out of your head, get out of that shadow side of feeling like you just need that one more course, that one more thing, and really ask yourself some good questions about truthfully, do I know enough to accomplish what I need to accomplish? Perfectionism is a very big shadow for the one. You don't want to fall into that. So that's the bookworm. That's our expert. That is our kind of, uh, you know, they're the one behind the scenes working alone most of the time and then giving their information to the rest of the group or the people that they're working with or to the people that they serve. Um, The two line traditional human design, human design calls this the hermit. I look at this, if we use the high school analogy, this is that beautiful introvert. This is the one that's like, um, I, I think about in the breakfast club, like Ali Sheedy is kind of drawing in the corner and, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's beautiful, but she's like mysterious. And the, the guy, um, Emilio Estevez character can't take his eyes off of her. Like he's kind of intrigued by her. She's sort of naturally good at stuff. Um, she's drawing, she's really good at this stuff. She's beautiful, but she's introverted and shy and kind of to herself, but she's being called out and people are kind of like, what is it with you? Why don't you come hang out with us? We're kind of interested in who you are. That's very much the two line. Um, it's also known as the dancer is another term that, that, um, people in human design use it for, um, use to describe the two. The idea here is, is that if you're a two, you recharge being alone. You really love to be alone. You kind of want to do your own thing. And, but people keep calling you out, telling you, hey, come and do this with us. Come and, and you don't see yourself. They see how, um, how amazing you are, and you don't necessarily see it as much. So, a big journey for the two is really recognizing yourself and understanding um, how good you are at things, and that you don't necessarily need to have the pedigree of the degrees and the certifications and all the things to make yourself good enough. That the fact that you pick things up naturally is just how you are, and you will naturally be better at things than people who studied for a long time to get good at the same thing that took you not very much time at all. So the shadow side of this is not recognizing yourself and not feeling like you earned your stripes. So this is that that hermit side. You recharge being alone. So give yourself that alone time. The third line, so line three, if you have a three in your profile, either a three in the front or a three in the back, um, you will be your what we call the martyr. Um, but I also, I I call this the misfit because threes, you're the experimenter of life. Um, the way that Ra describes it is that life bumps into you and you bump into life. So the, the shadow side of this, the conditioning with the three is you're kind of meant to fail. And I don't mean that in a, in a defeating way. I mean, you're meant to learn hands-on. You're not meant to dive into a book. You're not meant to, not that you can't do those things, but the way that you learn is going to be by doing and by trying something, breaking it, and then realizing, oh, I see how I broke that. I know how to not break it again. I know how to get past that. And not only do I know how to not break it again and how to do it without breaking it, I actually know how to make it better. Your level of understanding is so deep because you've lived it. It's about lived experience. 
So if you think about like, these are like the hackers, these are the people that are just like, I don't know, I'm just going to crack the code. They're not reading a book about cracking the code. They're cracking the code. They're just getting in there. My husband is a three, five. And he's a computer programmer and he is completely self-taught and he is like one of the top in his company. He has been just recognized in all sorts of ways for how amazing he is. And he's totally the type of guy that like that they, when developers develop things, um, they call it a sandbox, which is an area for you to play in. Um, he'll get on calls on a new project. They'll be like, okay, well, let's have a meeting to walk you through everything. And he's like, I don't need the meeting. Just give me a sandbox and I'll get in there and play. And he can work 15 times faster than all of these people. It's amazing what this man can can do. And it's so much because he is um, an unconditioned three line. He owns his three line. He's like, just give it to me. I'm going to break it. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to mess around and I'm going to find new ways into this that you didn't know were there. That's a three line. So it can be seen as the misfit because in the beginning of life, early in life and throughout life, to tell you the truth, can can feel like if you failed a lot, you might feel like a failure and people might've made you feel that way. So if you're a three, I want you to embrace failure. I want you to embrace your experience. That is your genius, is your experience. And sharing your experience with others is going to be a key part of you owning this role that you play in life and on this world stage. If you're denying the experience, if you're trying to make everything look Instagram perfect, you are missing three-line magic. You are missing it. If you are trying to look like the perfect little doll out there and you don't want anyone to see your mistakes, it is your mistakes and showing people how you made a mistake and you got better and you changed it and now you understand it better than them. That is the story that will get people to follow you. That is the story. That is the journey that people will go on with you and trust you from. That is who you are. The big shadow is, oh, well, I don't want anyone to see that. I don't want anyone to see how I screwed that up. I don't want anyone to see. I'm only going to show them the good stuff. You, If you're struggling and you have a three and that's what you've been trying to do, I guarantee you change that and it will start to change. Okay. Number four, line four, you are the opportunist in traditional human design, but I like to call you the social butterfly. You're the connector. You're the one that has, like, I think about I my my old boss in my corporate job, who I love dearly. Um, I've never run his human design. I don't know his birth date and time or anything like that. But um, I'm going to guess he's got a four in his profile someplace because his line was, I got a guy for that, for everything. You could be like, you know, my house burned down. I got a guy for that. Um, I, I stubbed my toe. I got a guy for that. He's got a guy for everything. I lost the keys to my car. I got a guy for that. He can fix anything through his network. That's how his whole life is run. And I would argue that his wife is probably a four as well, because the two of them are just so insanely networked and it's so natural to them. And the opportunist, the way that this plays out, this is very much salesperson energy um, through networking. If you have a four and you are trying to do things in an impersonal way, like social media. And it doesn't mean that these things can't work for you, but if you're struggling and social media is a problem for you and you have a four and you're not leveraging the people who are right around you 
and you're not building a network of people who are close to you, you're not building an inner circle, you are missing part of your magic. You are missing out and making things harder for yourself. So lean on that. Um, but this is this is that person. You are the social butterfly. You are the connector. You are that person that's like got like this is that person that is getting you into all the clubs. Like knows the bouncer, knows the bartender, knows all these people. That's the four line. That is a four. Okay. The five line. The five line is the heretic in traditional human design. That's what they call it. Um, this is called the archetype here. I call it the 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 mastermind, the strategist. You can also think of this as sort of like, it's kind of like the general, the, the, the five line. Um, it's very much leadership energy. Um, if you think about, if you think about like a show, like house of cards or scandal or any of these shows where there's like, a, a there's a Ray Donovan, <laughs> um, where there's the fixer, the person who, um, who jumps in to save the day, who kind of like runs all the behind the scenes stuff. And when something goes wrong, they fix it. They take care of it. Everybody's looking to that person, including the person on top, including the person that they technically work for. That person at the top couldn't do it without that person next to them. Who's going to fix everything that breaks. Who's going to save the day, who is going to give us that, brilliant strategy and show us how it all works, who can, th there's, there's a universalizing energy to the five. So if you have a five in your profile, you also have something called the projection field. If you have a two or a five, you have something that comes with it called the projection field. And there's a different projection on the two and the five. There's a different um, vibe to it and the way that it operates. And navigating the projection field for the twos and the fives is going to be a, a very big part of giving yourself permission, understanding yourself and understanding the role you play and how to work it, how to make your profile work for you, not make it feel like I, I still don't know how to, how to make this all work. And we're going to do a separate episode. The next human design episode on the show is going to be about the projection field. So it's kind of a companion episode to this episode. So please be on the lookout for that. We are going to be releasing that, uh, the, the next HD episode. So, and we might even do it a little bit sooner than, than we think. So keep an eye out for that one, put a pin in that, um, where that'll be just on the projection field. And that will be specifically for our two and five people. Um, so the five, you have this projection field on you. There's a mysterious quality to you. There's a universalizing energy, um, and, uh, uh, capability to the five. You see things clearer than other people. Like you're kind of watching, you're understanding things. I always said that I could see inefficiencies from 30,000 feet. Like I can kind of come in, see how things need to be unwound and put back together and done in a better, more efficient, more elegant way. That's kind of part of my genius. It's very much five line energy. Um, and a new way to explain things. So a lot of people feel like this show and the work that I do, they'll be like, I, I kind of got that. But then when you explained it, I just got it. it. It clicked for me. I just, I understood it on a new level. It sank in. It really resonated for me in a new way that I, I feel is me being in a high vibration and in a high frequency with my five line. When I, when, when that happens, that's very much that alignment for me. So if you have a five, 
you have that capability as well. If you have it in the front, it's going to be more in the forefront of your personality. If it's in the back, you might not see yourself as a leader, but other people will. As my, I'll use my husband again as the example. He's a three five. He is constantly being called up to like lead this and do that and be the savior. And he's just like, why does everybody keep asking me for everything? Why does everybody think that I can save the day? Why do they keep? He he is always thinking that they're they're not going to. Oh, this is the last time anyone will ask me for anything like that. This is the last time I'll be asked to lead. This will be the last time they call me up for something this important. It's never the last time. In fact, it like barely lasts a couple of weeks before someone's asking him to save the day again because other people see the five in him. They feel that energy. They see him as a leader. And he's like, I just want to go play and break stuff and make things better. And everybody leave me alone. So very much having the five in the back. Um, then we have the six line. We come to the last line. In all of the profile lines, the six line. And the six line in traditional human design is actually the, the best sounding one of all of them. It's the, the role model. And the six line is unique because it has three phases um, based on the, the, the planetary returns that you're going through different stages of life. So from year zero to 30, uh, the six lines are a three line actually. So you're you're bumping into life and life is bumping into you. You're down there in the world and you're experiencing life. You are breaking things. And just like I was explaining about my husband, the first part of a six lines life is in that like making mistakes, seeing how you can do it better, seeing how you can lead better, um, seeing how things can be done better. And then after you hit your thirties, then you go what we call on the roof, where then you go and you observe and you sit on the roof and you watch now. Now you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to step back from it being in the weeds with all of you. I'm going to climb up onto the roof out of the weeds with all the people in gen pop, as I call it, I'm going to climb onto the roof and I am going to watch and I'm going to observe and I'm going to learn that way. So I learned through doing for 30 years that got me into some trouble. I learned a lot, but woo, now I need a break. I'm going to sit on the roof and I'm going to watch everybody. And I'm going to learn that way. I'm going to just, I'm going to be the observer of life and of all the things around me and all the things that I want to learn about. And then after you get to age 50, so from 30 to 50, you're what we call on the roof. After 50, you come down off the roof. You say, okay, now I'm ready to lead. Now I'm ready to be the role model, marrying both this experiential energy and knowledge that I have of the first 30 years of how like I, I, I lived it. This is the life I lived. And then I watched life and I contemplated life and I let it all sink in and simmer down and, and, um, it's almost like reducing a sauce down, like it got thicker, it got more rich, it got more interesting, it, you deepened your knowledge, you became wise up there on that roof. And now you come down off the roof after 50 years old and you're like, I am the role model now, I am ready to serve in this new way where I combine all that I've done and all that I've seen and all of that and how that has come together over the, the last 50 years of my life. And I'm ready to give it to the people because remember, this is a transpersonal profile. This is one where you are going to have your destiny is tied to others. You Part of it is there is a sharing element. There is a connection element. People will be of consequence to you. 
So the sixth line, um, the sixth line is you become that role model. And the archetype for this is kind of that, like, it's the natural leader. It's if you go with the high school analogy, this is the, uh, this is like the, the class president, the, the, if you think of the oceans 11 kind of, kind of, um, uh, analogy, you have like the George Clooney character that like the leader of the group, the one who brought the whole team together and who sees the big picture and who understands it all. And he has his right hand man to kind of take care of things for him. But it's like, I'm kind of the quiet, calm, knowledgeable, wise, centered leader. That's the six, the role model. You're the one that people look to. So if you have a four, if you, excuse me, if you have a six in the front or the back of your profile, you may have the conditioning of thinking like, I really screwed up in my, in my younger years. And you might have some shame attached to that, but that's part of your journey. It's actually part of your genius. You do not need to wait until you're over 50 either to share your experiences, to share what you've known, to share what you've, what you've learned. It doesn't mean you have to. It means that your knowledge, every single experience you've had, Every single thing you've seen, everything you've observed is all part of the knowledge you're gathering, the wisdom, the deep wisdom that you are gathering. It will only deepen as time goes on. It will get clearer. It will where it will click for you more and more over time. I get it now. This is what I was here to do. I see how that experience informed this moment. I see how my experience here or this thing that I observed at this point in my life can help other people now. I see how it all has purpose. Um, There is a quote that I love uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza says this during one of his uh, meditations. I have put it up on my Instagram. I say it to myself all the time because um, I'm also, my, my, my conscious son is 64. Um, so this very much resonates for me, but um, it's may your past become wisdom. That is six line energy. May your past become wisdom because everything, every moment of your life is leading you to a deeper sense of yourself, a deeper sense of how you can serve, it is deepening you and your innate wisdom. And it can only be done through experience and through observation. So as you are going through life, you're like graduating to this six line role model archetype character that we are all waiting to have you in our movie. So I hope that this was helpful. Those are the six lines. Like I said, can't go through all 12 profile combinations, but um, this is how these work. So tell us, let us know um, if you found this episode useful and helpful and interesting, please take a little screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'm at Nicole Lano official. Let me know what your profile is. What's your profile and what stood out to you? What, what did something resonate? Did it not? Did something feel completely off? I'd love to know how this is hitting you and what, what bells this rung for you. I know for mine over time, it just deepened and deepened and deepened. At first I I learned of it and I was like, okay, I see some of that. And then the more I dove into it and the more I allowed it 
what human design and the gene keys do, which I work with both of them, are there is this, it's an activation in you. So as you learn this stuff, allow it to work its passive um, magic on you. So what they do, human design and the gene keys, as you learn these bits, as, as you hear these pieces of yourself, that you are a manifesting generator, that you are an emotional authority, that you are a 5-1 profile, that you are a 64 conscious son, like all of these elements that I learned about myself, they had an immediate effect of where I was like, aha, okay, I get that. And then over time, there was this deepening and blooming and opening. It's like something gets activated in you when you hear it for the first time. And once that activation starts, it's almost like that motor is warming up and it starts to get warmer and more powerful. And then it starts to really hum. And then it starts to have the effect on all the other pieces around it. It starts to activate the areas right next to it and in its vicinity. And that's the beauty of this work and this system is what it activates in you. So I'd love to know, what did this episode activate in you? Please tell me on Instagram, feel free to message me, um, but please put it up so it can be shared so that other people learn of this work. Um, and if you if you really love the episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes for us or on Spotify or any of the, or any of the um, carriers and, and platforms that you get your podcast on. I'd love to know what you thought of the show and help us get uh, this out to more and more listeners. Guys, this was a good one. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And remember, you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. So when you stop accepting those limitations, it's when you become limitless. So go out there and be limitless, everyone. I'll see you in the next one. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to stay in touch with us, we would love to have you as a part of our Facebook community, Practical Manifestors. It's a community for process-driven women looking for clear and actionable steps to embodying a life of wealth and alignment. Join us at Practical Manifestors in Facebook or go to www.innerceogroup.com.